It is 2020, Warriors. Welcome back to the Fierce Warrior Women podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Noel, and it is the first day of not only a new year, but a brand new decade. And I'm thrilled that you're here joining me because this is going to be an epic year for the Fierce Warrior Women podcast. Uh, If you haven't already, go back to my 2019 recap where I talk about what happened with Fierce Warrior Women podcast throughout the year of 2019. That was our launch year, the first year of the podcast being around. And I share in there the ups, the downs, not only with the podcast, but also with me personally. And then I also share a bit about what's coming up in 2020 for the podcast as well. So I will link to that. Check that episode out. But today I'm going to talk to all of my warriors who are not so into goal setting. I'm a huge goal setter and I was thinking and wondering about if I'm not a goal setter, but I do want to make 2020 an even better year than I've had in the past, what would I focus on? And I came up with three things that I would just do if I'm not really much of a resolutions person, I don't regularly set goals, but what could I do to make 2020 a really great year for myself? So that's what I'm talking about today. So if you are someone who isn't really into the goals thing, you're definitely not about resolutions, but you would like to make this year one of the best, or if not the best, then we're going to hit the intro and we're going to start talking about the three things that I would do in 2020 to make it the best yet. Welcome to the Fierce Warrior Women podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Noel, and each week you and I are going to sit down and talk about what it takes to get out of life's trenches, how to be courageous and confident as you fight for the life that you want. It's my hope that you are going to walk away feeling empowered to be the fierce warrior of your own life. All right, so we're in a new year and a new decade, but you're not really into setting goals. That's totally cool. I've been setting goals since I was a kid, but I also understand that, you know what, there are seasons of life where maybe you don't want to set them or it's just not a priority, but you do want to have a better year this year. So what would you do instead of focusing on goals? I've got three things that I would do if I were someone who wasn't really planning on setting goals for myself in the new year 2020. So first, if you hate goals, instead I'd start focusing on a habit, one in particular. I genuinely believe health improves all areas of life. When my health is better, I tend to be better in parenting, in my relationship with my husband, in my other relationships, in my work. When I improve my health, everything seems to improve in my life. But health can be really overwhelming. I mean, there's your food you're eating and the exercise you're getting or not getting. So what could I focus on that would be simple and definitely improve my health and those other areas? I'm going to tell you, start making H2O water, a habit in your life. Where would I start with that? I would honestly start the moment you wake up. So for me, I get up and 
after going to the bathroom, I go and I have my water either ready for me in my bedroom or I go out to the kitchen. It gets me moving already and I have at least one glass of water. If you're not a huge fan of water, add some lemon, changes it up a little, but I definitely start off with at least eight ounces of water right away in the morning. Chug it if you have to. That's fine, but I would definitely, the first thing I would recommend for anyone who's not a goal setter, but wants to improve their life all around in 2020, start with water. It's such a simple, small little thing, but it actually impacts a lot. So number one is focus on drinking water more often. So in addition to drinking water right away after I get out of bed, the other things that I do are I have those big metal water bottles and I will fill them up the night before. I'll make it a goal across the day that I need to drink at least three of those big bottles of water. And I know by the end of the day, if they're all empty, I hit my goal. And if I didn't, I didn't. And I try to do better the next day. So number one, make H2O a habit in 2020. All right, the second thing that I would highly recommend to just improve your life overall in 2020 is to start managing your time better by using a planner. I know that some people don't love writing things down, but the great part about that is is that you're in the digital age. You can have a planner on your phone. You can use Google calendars as a planner, but I highly, highly recommend writing down how you're using your time and what you want to focus on throughout the day and the week. This has been critical as I've, um, whether I'm not sure if you know, but I also run a freelance copywriting business. I'm a copywriter and you cannot do my job if you don't manage time well. I have four kids, three stepdaughters, one <laughs> teenager of my own, and it's a lot of juggling. If I did not have a calendar, a planner, where I was writing things down and keeping track of how I was using my time, there would be a lot of lost time. You know, it's like you go and drop off the kids, you come back home, and then you realize you could have stopped at the grocery store to quick grab something for dinner, but you didn't really plan very well and you forgot about it. It's just when you manage your time well, you get more freedom. And if you're someone who doesn't love goal setting, you may also be someone who doesn't like to have a task list because it feels like maybe it's constricting and binding and feels like there's less freedom. But actually what I've found is the more that I've controlled my time, the more time I free up for myself. So it's kind of counterintuitive to some of us who I used to consider myself a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. Um, it seems counterintuitive to that personality especially, but actually I found that as I've grown in my copywriting business and really gotten diligent about tracking my time, it was the tracking of the time, writing in my planner how much time I was spending on things that I realized, wait a second here, I could be working smarter and free up time on this day that I thought I couldn't do what I wanted to do, to do. Actually, if I just plan my time better and use, you know, I use a push journal and Google Calendar, there's tons of tools out there. I'll link to those two. But if when I manage my time, and especially for me when I write it down, it's just 
I have more control and I find ways to free up time for the other things that I want to do. So I would highly recommend that if you're not a goal setter, but you want to have an improved 2020, definitely start taking control of your time by using some sort of time management, a planner, a Google calendar. Believe me, you will be shocked at the amount of time that you actually have that maybe you weren't aware you were using maybe in a way you didn't want to and you could change it up to get more free time for yourself or take up a new hobby, whatever. It's just unbelievable to me how a simple focus on a few little changes with your time management can really do a lot for your entire life. All right, and finally, number three. If you've been listening to the podcast or you follow us on our Facebook page, then you already know that we have a series coming up in February about this idea of mom identity. Now, the great part is, is that I've already recorded these interviews with a variety of women about what they think about this whole idea of mom identity. And one of the things that I noticed was a lot of commentary around something that I think I am ready to declare to moms and everyone out there, even if you're not a mom, you need this still. You need to schedule. You need to make a habit of time for yourself. And it's a non-negotiable. I talk to so many moms. I talk to so many women And one of the common complaints is that I don't feel like I know myself, I've lost myself, or I don't have time for myself. And then they're wondering why they're maybe a little more unhappy, things aren't going the way they thought, they have interests that they've just been, they've been in the back of their mind for years and years, and they're not bringing to fruition and they don't know why. I also read a book recently where it was talking about the quality of marriage relationships. And one of the things they pointed to was the need for both partners to have personal time to themselves for the health of the relationship, that actually a marriage or a partnership is stronger when each person has designated regular time to pursue their own hobbies, interests, passions, whatever you want to call them. They have time to fill their own cup, it improves the partnership or the marriage. So I am telling you that if you are not a goal-setting person, cool. But make a habit of spending time for yourself each week, each day, however you want to structure it, but you need that time. It is essential that we all fill our own cups, that we have interests outside of our kids and our spouses or our partners and our jobs. You need that time. It is essential. It is not a privilege. It's essential because after reading the research on um, in this book, and I'll link to the book. I'm sorry, it's for it's escaping me. I'll probably think of it in a second, but the title of the book that I'm referencing, I'll link to it in the notes. And the conversations I had with women about mom identity, it became crystal clear that you need this time. So if nothing else in 2020, number one, I even say this over the water, which water is essential to life, but I actually think this is more important to our happiness. If you do nothing else, get in the habit in 2020 
of scheduling regular personal time for yourself and for the things you want to pursue. I guarantee you this is going to improve your relationships, your parenting, your work, your health. Having that time that you commit, it is not just an afterthought after the kids' schedule is set on the calendar, after you and your partner have worked out the social things you're going to do with friends. Nope. This is number one. Set aside the time for yourself because you are critical to all of those other things. You are the common denominator, right? They need mom or they need their spouse or they need their partner. Work needs the whatever work you do. They need you. And if you're not at your best and you're not at your happiest, you're not serving any of them to the best of your abilities, right? But that first comes from making sure that your cup is filled. So I want you in 2020 to make sure that you are finding those things that fill your cup and you're prioritizing them. Number one, I know that you are the kind of woman who wants to give and give and serve and help others. And I completely understand that, but we can't do that in the best way possible when we're coming from an empty cup or we haven't taken care of ourselves first. So this year in 2020, I really hope that if nothing else, you get into the habit of taking time to really fill your own cup and pursue the things that you're passionate about because it's from that joy that you're getting that you can spread joy to other people. So to recap, if you're not a goals person in 2020 but you still would like to make this the best year and decade yet, here's what I would focus on. Number one, drink more water. Number two, start taking control of your time by using some sort of time management tool. I recommend a planner. I'll link to the one I use below and I'll also have an episode link for you of what I do with my time management, but definitely take control of your time this year. And then finally, if nothing else, make scheduling personal time to pursue whatever it is that brings you joy schedule it regularly on your calendar and make it a non-negotiable because the joy that you get from that time for yourself you will automatically spread to those around you and I know that's what you want to do in this life is bring joy to other people's lives but first you have to make sure that you're creating joy for yourself so prioritize that Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fierce Warrior Women podcast. Subscribe so that you are notified every time that I post a new episode. Looking forward to talking to you next time. Take care.